Hello, welcome, well done for finding us. You're listening to this live as an audio podcast, but we're also recording it for our YouTube channel as well, so feel free to check us out over there if you'd like. My name's Simon, I'm here with my good friends Brucey and Jimmy D. Today is March the 23rd, 2022, and this is The Brewery. In 2021, bored of lockdown, three friends began producing a podcast. Today, still going strong, they continue to talk nonsense. If you're having trouble sleeping, and if you can find it, maybe you should listen to the Burk. Well, hello boys, I'm back in the hot seat. I hope you didn't miss me too much, uh, but uh, it was a great episode last week, so well done. We had a cracking time with Owen. It was really, really good. He was uh, very informative. We asked him all our uh, all our questions on Parliament that week and what, uh, what a week it was in Parliament. So really good to have him on. But uh, it's always good to have you back, Si. You know, it's, it's much much nicer beating you in the quiz than Brucey. Well, absolutely. But Brucey, well done for, uh, for uh, you know, hosting and uh, getting us a copyright claim. That was good of you. Well, I just thought, you know, it's always good to be sitting first, uh, Si. So, you know, what would, uh... <laughs> That's what happens when you try and do the music live, Brucey. Oh. You know, this was this was Bruce trying to I was get on and do the music as we've got. <laughs> raging last week because we set up all the sound clips to go in the middle of the episode, so I didn't have to go back and edit it. And not only did they not play, they also wiped out my audio when I spoke over the top of them. So, actually, if you listen really carefully to last week's episode, there's about three times where I've had to re-record about three of the lines. Uh, oh, right. To go over the top, because so, they they cut out when the music was supposed to be playing on the on the Riverside thing. So. Oh, you're yeah. pulling back the curtain here, Bruce. Technical technical nightmare oh, last week. But yes, thanks no. to Owen, that was uh, it was good to get a bit of uh, so gin. We are we are glad to have you back for the technical reasons, if no other. Sai, well, you know, at least we know this production is going to go smooth. Well, you haven't seen it yet, but um, I should also mention at this point we do have a new. YouTube channel. Right, for everyone listening, it is Burek TV. So you can find us on Burek TV. Bruce has uploaded last week's episode. I'm going to upload this week's episode. There's issues with the old one. So, you know, if anyone would like to like and subscribe the Burek TV channel, please do. And if you'd like to like this podcast on uh, iTunes, that helps us as well and gets us up the rankings a bit. We need all the help we can get. Episode 27. We need to get some more people listening. Um, Although Simon, we really it. should we should say you know at this point that part of this issue is that I've never known a man like you who can't remember a password in the same way that you you, you must have Simon beat you one, Simon beat you two, Simon beat you four, <laughs> Simon beat Simon three. beat seventy seven, beat you Simon ninety seven. Yeah, it is yeah. true. Yeah. That's true. I'm having a bit of a nightmare with passwords at the moment. So. Um, <laughs> And I think even worse, if you heard the advert on how to do internet uh, protection, you just p- pick three random words as your password. Yeah. But then yeah. I've got even less chance of remembering them if they're random words that I've thought about in an instant. Why? Well, don't think about them in an instant. Make it memorable. <laughs> Make it related to the password. So if you're make this, is, so okay. So if you're, do- you're making a password for a site, give me a site, any site. You know, give me a site. Oh, Jimmy loves. No. No, no, a proper site. Oh, site. site. <laughs> Alright, don't okay. don't start making up some random site that may or may not exist, Simon. A proper site. Oh, ArnoldClark.com. Right. So your three words are cars, motoring, wheels. So Arnold Clark, what's my password? Oh yeah, it's cars, motoring, wheels. 
Well, okay, yeah. You know, and so if it's Netflix, you go films, movies, Ozark, because it's your favourite one. Yeah. yeah. If it's whatever site, you make the password related to that site, and it's easier to remember then because it's it's a memory jog. Oh yeah, Netflix. Oh well, yeah, I remember what that is now because it actually relates to the site. So it doesn't have to be three random words. It can be related. I mean, random, but but meaningful. And but it is much better to have three random words um, in your password and an exclamation or a number, and just always use you know. Uh, a number that uh, is meaningful to you and always use the same punctuation mark at the end so that you always know the same number and punctuation at the end of it. So for this one, I should really use Simon Bruce James as my password. Awesome. Or, or why not podcast audio YouTube? Yeah, yeah. But you use those, you know, no, that's not our password, guys. Please don't <laughs> hack our site. That's not... That's not that's not our password, is it, Si? Uh, <laughs> I've not just given away our password. Away, don't, yeah. don't ask <laughs> Jimmy, why are you asking him? He doesn't know. I have no idea. What, what I do know our password. Is. That's the problem. Uh, anyway, we've got a new site with a new password. So it's Burek TV. So if anyone would like to go over and check it out, please do. Um, very quickly then, boys. How have you been this week? Bruce, how, how's your week been? Yeah, no, good actually. Yeah, I'm having a good week, Simon. We're doing some uh, filming this week at, uh, at Queen Margaret University, where I work. Um, uh, this level four students are doing their digital showcase, which is uh, little two minute scenes where they've got to film like an extract mm. from, from telly or film that's kind of most like what they might be cast as. Um, oh. And so there's 11 of them. We've is this? 11 scenes to film, and we're shooting it on location. So I'm making almost like 11 short, tiny two minute films in four days. So it's quite intense, but good fun. Sorry. Is this what you did last year? Or was that slightly different where a, a group of people are given a topic and they have to make a film in 24 hours? That's different, isn't it? That was that something different? Yeah, that's the 20, no, 48 hour sorry, film festival, which is coming up in a couple of months' time. Where, ah, um, okay. I thought that was about a year ago. Yeah, yeah, it's coming up. So, no, this is actually part of their course. So, um, it's for agents and casting directors to be able to see them in action on screen, basically. So, At their best. Yeah. So, it's great. Some lovely little uh, shoots so far. So, we're four down five down and six to go so yeah. have you been asked to step in and be any characters in any of the films well uh no but i have been chased out of about oh. six shots so far either my shadow my <laughs> arm uh various <laughs> various Some moments. teacher you you're not you're supposed oh, to be helping them honestly. uh but uh, yeah no it's good good fun nice to see them in action nice to see them stepping up to the plate you know they're sort of developing they're ready to go out and do it they've all done very well and Having all the big fancy kit, you'd like all that side. I've got you know big mm. 4K proper camera with monitor and everything, and oh, it's cool as cool as anything. So yeah, no, it's good, nice. good week. Good, good. Um, and uh, you've both been to drama drama college, right? Uh, RSAMD in Glasgow, big up, right? And uh, so the, my question to both of you: Can you uh, cry on cue? I can't Only cry in real life, James. <laughs> I've never seen you cry. Next time I see you, I'm going to kick you in the nuts just to see if you'll cry. Hazel, That's a good. Uh, just about daily, Hazel says, I've never seen you cry. I've never seen you cry. <laughs> the man who couldn't cry. is Oh, jeez. That should be the next film, The Man Who Couldn't Cry. Yeah. And everyone just try to beat Simon up until he cries. <laughs> I, I'm, not much, I'm not much of a crier. <laughs> 
But see, see a soppy film like see Paddington Two, end of Paddington Two, I went to Paddington Two was over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Man. the last five minutes of that, Flood, or three floodgates. minutes. Ah, oh, got I was gone. Honestly, yeah. just sitting there wiping the tears. I incredible. am terrible. I am terrible. A, a sad advert, I'll cry. <laughs> honestly, it doesn't take much at all. I can't cry on cue. Don't get me wrong, but no, some of those Christmas ads or something that was like sad or. I, honestly, I'm a terrible crier at films, especially sad films. But sometimes not even at sad films. Sometimes just at films where there's like a really good sort of emotional moment, and I'll just start crying, and then they'll go and shoot people. You know, and it's just like. Do you find yeah. you uh, are crying more as you're getting older? Is it something that's developing? Is your uh, no no? You've always no. I think I've always cried at films. I've never noticed that about you. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Mm. I try and hide it. I hide it well. Oh, some of them I. Oh, <laughs> uh, you ever remember that from the films that we watched together? Oh, I film it. Oh, some of them I. Oh, good. Um, right. Well, let's let's move on to some uh, some topics, maybe of uh, you know what we're going to talk about this evening. Um, got a wee list here to work our way through. So, if anyone wants to kick off with um, any COVID chat, let's start with that. COVID's still out there. Ooh, Masks yes. are coming off though. What do we feel? Well, How do we feel? Well, only. Well, they are in England, and tests are no longer free as of next week. Um, so, yeah, that's a, that's probably a bigger thing for me than than the mask coming off. It's not knowing, it's the, it's the not knowing how bad it is. Because if we're not testing, we just won't know. Uh, other than hospitals getting busier, you won't know how rife the COVID is. But I mean, it has to be done at some point. Is it done now? I mean, I've heard that. The hospitalizations, or the or the people in hospital with COVID, are higher now than they have ever been. However, fifty percent at least of everybody in hospital is not there because of COVID. So the 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 so COVID doesn't seem to be sending people to hospital. It's just got a lot of people in hospital with it. Um, and the deaths are still very low. But it's about whether the NHS can cope. And that's what we just don't know. And and mm. it's a big risk. It's a big risk. And, and I think they're trying to sweep it away a little bit. They're trying to go, we've had enough. No, uh, just let it happen. If it's going to happen, let it happen. And it'll take who it takes. And they've just kind of just had enough of it. I don't think anyone, I don't think any government wants to go back to lockdown again. And I don't know how much it would really help anyway. I think there's there's enough people in enough trouble with bills rather than forcing them to stay at home even longer and and run electricity or run the central heating. And that's another topic we could probably come on to. But, you know, I don't think a lockdown's really the answer anymore. And so what else are you going to do? Well, and the, and the argument is that the numbers are so high, even with masks, masks maybe aren't even the... Uh, isn't helping. No, masks definitely do make a difference. They definitely do. Don't believe the propaganda. Um, masks definitely make a difference. Yeah, it's, it's, it's alarming that the numbers have crept back up. I mean, I, I use this a really good website called Travelling Tabby, um, travellingtabby.com, and that gives you all the numbers if you're ever interested in just getting percentages and what have you. And, and I mean, these days I, I don't look at anywhere near as much as I did probably this time two years ago as you started to kind of get all of the uh, all the information. I mean, we're almost exactly two years into, uh, into this whole um, thing, aren't we? Um yeah, I mean, 2,257 in hospital seems like a, a very high number, according to this, today. So, um, 
yeah, it does seem to be creeping up. Let's hope it's just a kind of little kind of sort of blip or mm. wave that is then going to kind of go back down again. But certainly anecdotally, it it's everywhere. Like girls football yeah. coaching, there's loads of girls that are missing. Yeah. Some of the coaches are off. Some of my students have had it this week. Like it's it's definitely there and there. It doesn't seem to be any less and to be but about to drop to, all yeah. the stuff. Is is a I don't know. Feels maybe too soon. That's just my view. Well, there are classes from our old high school, uh, Beeslack, that are working from home this week because there's not enough teachers to uh, teach the classes. Yeah. But that's and that's the other point that they were making is that the rules right now, if you have COVID, you stay at home and you isolate until you test negative, right? But you might not be, you know, you're not symptomatic. There's nothing wrong with you. COVID's rife at the school anyway for the kids, and everyone's got it. So actually, keeping doctors off, keeping nurses off keeping teachers off is that helping or is it making it worse as far as you know life and actually how much worse would it be if they did go in because there's somebody down the road from me whose kids are at the same class as mine at primary she's been isolating all week Uh, she's a teacher with 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 covid but her kids are still going to school you know and Mm -hmm. and her her husband's still going out to the rig uh, where he works and it's just like well you know, how much difference is it actually making? But as soon as testing stops, that's why I said testing is, is important. As soon as you stop make, having free tests, that's it. I mean, it's like nobody has then, you can't force anyone to test themselves and therefore people are going to go, whether they've got it or not. And then arguably that's going to clear the backlog in some of the hospitals. Arguably the hospitals could function better with nobody isolating. Arguably teachers and schools are going to get on better without anyone isolating. So, I, I'm kind of on the fence with it a little bit. I mean, I was always a big advocate of public health and comes first and all the rest of it. But at some point, you've got to go, you've got to stop it. You, I mean, if you don't now, when are you going to stop it? Later in the summer? I mean, it's, there's a B2 variant now. What's the next variant? I would tend to agree with you, James. I think that given that it's it's high but manageable at the moment, I think we're all we're sort of at a point. And... Uh, yeah, we probably should be just, you know, starting to f- try to phase out. And I suspect that probably what's happened because of the slightly mixed messaging is that it's kind of been phasing out anyway. That I've seen a lot less people, sorry, I've seen a lot more people <clears throat> without masks in shops and things like that. That's started to happen a bit more regularly now. So that kind of slow yeah. fade into it is happening. Although the majority up here still are, but... I just wonder yeah. if that's maybe partly driving the numbers as well. Well, we were, well we uh, one the, of the... Sorry, we were sorry, at the theatre on Saturday night there, at the King's Theatre in Edinburgh, and there was an announcement before the show saying, can people wear their masks? And I would say 50%, if not more, didn't wear their masks, um, even after an announcement. And now, um, you know, whether it's connected or not, three of our family have now got COVID. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> maybe it's come from the theatre. Who knows? But, well, um, yeah. There's an interesting thing about masks I was listening to on the radio um, just this morning um, that uh, if uh, mask wearing ultimately was to and the masks that people normally get or put their snoods up or whatever they do now, right? Normally the masks that you get are not medical grade masks. They are and, and they are to stop you transmitting to other people, but they don't stop people transmitting to you. 
But if you are worried with a, a, a an elderly person or somebody that you're visiting, because this is the other thing, if you have a family and you want to go visit granny, right? If when tests aren't free anymore, you can't test if anybody's got COVID or not, right? But if you're visiting granny and you are still worried, give granny a medical grade mask and it will stop her getting anything from you and as well as her giving anybody anything to anybody else uh, or or what you or what you can potentially transmit so people could still do that and if they're worried they can still do that voluntarily um if they're going to visit somebody in a care home or if they're going to do something they can still wear medical grade masks think, and I that think, will stop the transmission um i mean my understanding is slightly different to that jimmy which is that it is it's better it's better to catch it coming out of you than it is to stop it going into you if that makes sense so actually if you're going to see granny you need both people to be wearing medical grade masks, I think is the... Yes, so the, what I'm saying is the, the normal mask stops you giving it, but not getting it. Yeah. So I'm saying that, but the medical grade masks stop it both ways. Yeah. I think, I mean, Are interestingly, you, um, I think that, that that's always been a slight misconception, hasn't it? That, that you wear a mask for you. You know, and that's and that's why it's kind of always quite challenging. Yeah, you don't. People yeah. don't wear it, you wear it because you're actually... Correct reducing your chances of, mm -hmm. of emitting it or or certainly bringing the yeah. amount that's getting out down you know so sorry sir correct no no i was going to say are you guys going to be uh, continuing to wear masks in uh, you know crowded places or are you just going to throw them away and go for it honestly not if i don't have to in a crowded place no no probably unless if i don't have to i don't think i would okay if i'm the only one in the room with a mask what's the freaking point you know what i mean um, I think I don't know. I think I'm. Uh, yeah, I think it's gonna. I think that is gonna shift quite quickly, isn't it? To to being odd to be wearing one. Although, obviously, you know, before the pandemic in Asian countries, that was the norm. It's actually seemed yep. to be very polite to wear a mask uh, um, when you've got a cough or a cold or whatever. And, yeah, um, and because of the smog in a lot of the big cities. Yeah. It's, it's um, just very strange how some people are, you know, are very, against, you know, the mask is some sort of, you know, something against... Barrier the, to their freedom rights. Freedoms and rights, and yeah, yeah, just by wearing a mask, it's very odd. Yeah. I mean, at the very start of this, I remember going into our local shop, wearing a mask and being one of the few that had the mask and feeling quite self-conscious I was wearing a mask. Then we went through everyone wearing masks, and now we're in a point where I'm wearing a mask in the local shop again, again feeling like self-conscious because I'm one of the few that are doing it again now. So it's sort of oh, just gone around in a circle. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but we're yeah, people who complain. Sorry, Sorry but, but well, we're also reaching a point I think where I mean I've just had it not that long ago. So within probably the last eight weeks, I've I've had it. So you kind of go well. I'm probably unlikely to have it again for about 90 days, they reckon, don't you? So I'm triple jabbed, whatever, boosted. I've had it. Mm. Um, the chances of me being a, a, a carrier or a spreader at the moment are very, are very slim. So I, I, for me, I'd be more interested in there being a bit more kind of discussion around that, you know, that actually if you've had the projections and you've, had, you've done the stuff, then I think that, you know, this kind of blanket wear a mask and that's it but I cannot have any jabs and not wear a mask is different from everyone who's done all the other precautions you know but maybe that's a whole other conversation Am I the only one on this podcast that's not had Covid then? Must be Must be So far So far so it's, it's, the, it's this clean Perthshire air it's because you guys live in the big city see that's the problem <laughs> see you come rural don't catch these things you see Well yeah. 
I would come and see you, but I can't afford the petrol. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, How about that? How about that? Nice segue, nice Sam. Segue, nice eh? segue. Smooth, smooth. Love it. Love it. Uh, Good so, to have you back. Good wait. to have you back. <laughs> Hold on, no. Hold on. Sai, what type of car do you drive? Well, personally, I drive an electric car. <laughs> wait! <laughs> that's just as bad. Can't afford the fuel. No excuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Bruce. Uh, yeah, right. It's going to cost James a fortune when I come up to his house and charge his, uh, use his charger. That's true. That's it won't cost a fortune. <laughs> it won't. That's the thing. It's only, what, at the maximum, what, 30 pence a kilowatt hour? Something like that? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not compatible, but it's still, you know. Oh, it's, it's mad. You though. could get all the way back down the road. 173, I saw it uh, out the other day. Yeah. 173. Oh, well, there's 186 I've seen recently. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow. That was just off the motorway, right enough. Uh, Aye, motorway services, I was going to say. But, uh, even at, you know, Hill End over yeah. Edinburgh, that's creeping up, or Asda even. I don't know up. how anybody could afford to drive anywhere now that's, that they've not got an electric car. Did you see the uh, thing on Facebook? There was a lady having a rant. She lived in Bowness, and it was going to cost her more <laughs> in petrol to go to Glasgow and back than it would have cost her to get a flight to Portugal. <laughs> wow, sounds brilliant! Wow, but yeah, and the, and yeah, and the and the uh, the budget today they they did reduce fuel duty, but like by minuscule amount. Uh, it takes it back to last week's prices, basically. I think rather than last year's prices. But there you go. Well, they reckon there's going to be another big hike in energy prices now as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so one. again, I was just yeah, I was just listening on the radio. So apparently, when all these smaller energy companies folded, right. They, they, there's a regulation that says a bigger company then has to take on their customers. So they have to take on their customers, but to do that, they have to buy more gas or more electricity from whoever they buy gas and electricity. But the reason that the smaller company folded is because the gas prices had gone mental, right? And so they then passed all the customers on. These bigger companies then had to go and buy more gas to satisfy the needs of all these customers that just came on. And then you know that might have happened twice, and then you know with all the all these all the new gas that these customers, and apparently legally, what they can then do is that the increased price in the gas that they had to pay to because they had to take these customers on, they can now pass on the cost of that gas back to the customers, and that's going to start happening in the summer, and it'll be another wave of prices going like that. Well, but also, what drives me nuts is the Welcome energy companies. Welcome to Tory so Britain. The energy companies are making an absolute killing at the moment, aren't they? I mean, it's a mm. and still no windfall tax. Like they're yeah. they're they're making more money than they've ever made. So, and yet the prices yeah. are as high as they've ever been. And the same with the oil prices. The, and the they, price of the barrel is no is is quite is is not that high. I think it's less than a hundred dollars a barrel, and it's. And then that's quite low. It doesn't come down yeah, at the pump, so it doesn't come down yeah, at the pump. It's all money. It goes up really quick. Profit doesn't come down. Absolutely. It absolutely is. And and you know what? They 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 actually pay less tax to the coffers in Westminster um, than they receive in uh, subsidies. Why are, so they subsidies? Ne- we, Why are they getting subsidies? Why are they getting? Why are oil companies getting subsidies? That is that's bonkers we, to me. We pay them to decommission their own rigs after they're past their useful life and they have had more money from us decommissioning than they have paid us in tax. We are an, we are actually paying them Subsidized. to produce oil right now and subsidising the whole thing. 
and and they get two hundred billion pound profit or whatever the profit is, right? Ridiculous profits, and they just pay it all to their shareholders and the hedge funds. And do you know what? If your pension's in there, fine, you're doing grand. But for everybody else, it's crazy. Um, Yeah, and they blame it on you know Russia and all that. But it's basically it's the companies that are just making a profit. (gasps) Did you hear what Russia are doing today as well? What's that? Not not Ukraine, but with gas, they have now mandated that all gas be purchased in rubles. You can't buy it in your own currency anymore. So you've got to buy it in rubles because their their economy's tanking and the rubles tanking. <laughs> but they can do that. They can do what they like because they own all the gas. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, good. We're sort of cracking through the time here, boys. Um, there's a few more topics we were going to talk about, but um, Brucey, maybe you want to just um, talk about your big move potentially then. And <laughs> how we well, chat about that? Well, so Move. now for something completely different. Um, well, is this just, a new podcast that's more popular? Yeah, right. So, been headhunting. Yeah, I'm off. I knew, I knew it would come. I knew uh, it would come, sir. Si. Uh, <laughs> sorry, boys. Um, no, I was saying this that time before, and it's not, it's not set at all, and, and it's really just a kind of question, really, around. Uh, Lewis and I have been talking this week about moving house, and the sort of pros and cons mm. of uh, of doing that, and um, whether it's the right kind of thing to spend money on, and um, how, how far you go, do you take your kid out of school? Um, yeah. So you're just trying to sort of weigh up the various kind of pros and cons. Because you know, for us in this in this house, we've we've been here seven years and like it, like the house, like the place. The location's great. I can be in Waverley, centre of Edinburgh, in eleven minutes door to door. It's mental how quickly I can get in there I'm literally five minutes walk from work having spent six years travelling for you know um, for most of the day so you know don't want to go far but then also to get anything bigger you've got a leap up in mortgage big leap up in mortgage potentially so is it worth it yeah. so um, I've been to you both kind of moved in the kind of similar stages mm. probably so what was the what were the factors that brought you to go and right we're, we're off so there is something you have to consider right and and i didn't really fully appreciate this till my last move is that your mortgage term sometimes your mortgage term will have decreased by seven years right when you buy a new house you could go back to 24 years again to reduce the the monthly cost Right, so that you can buy a bigger property. However, if you do that be beyond forty-three, it means that you will still be paying a mortgage when you retire. And what they won't allow you to do is take a mortgage term longer than your retirement age. So that is something to consider, which I didn't fully, and I was okay. But when you're in your forties, when you do that, that that you do have to watch. You can't necessarily take a, a re, redo the 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 yeah. term again. I'm and it's best if you can. Bang not on to that, do that, Jimmy. I'm bang on that. I've got 25 years left of my working mm. life, basically. So maybe yep. 24. I thought so, Bruce would yeah. be paying cash anyway. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about mortgage. Well, folding. So folding. if you're going, so Full my point is, so if you're going to do it. Um, so if you're going to do it, 
and you want to reduce the monthly cost by going back to 24 or 25 years, then you have to do it now. You can't do it in five years' time, or you have to just keep the term shorter, um, which might put the price up. So you, that is a consideration. No, that's good, actually. I, hadn't, I genuinely hadn't considered that. So that, no, that is quite a good point, because probably we'd have to use the full term to go up a house size, basically. So... That a house which, size so that so yeah. that you can keep the cost at the same or similar to what you're paying now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's be frank yeah. here, boys, you're both fathers of daughters. I need another bathroom in this place because we're about to get, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm about to hit yeah, that point where I'm, I'm never getting into that uh, bathroom no. ever again. The bathroom no. ever again. Do you know, I've got too many. We should get together. I've got four. <laughs> Who needs four freaking bathrooms in their oh, house? Man. We bought this house, right? Because it, it's 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 a lovely location, right? It was a lovely house. It and it had a nice big family breakfast room, right? Uh, that was why we bought it. It came with three ensuite bedrooms and a downstairs bathroom. Who needs it? And on every room ensuite. My kids are growing up thinking that everybody's bedroom's got a toilet on it. You know what I mean? Spoil. Ridiculous. Spoil. They are. Ruined. Well, this is the thing. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> that that's the case, but... It just came with a house. What are you going to do? Yeah, that's it. No, my my so favourite phrase is to become, say... Uh, a factor, oh, sorry. My, my no favourite phrase is to say, you can only be in one room at a time anyway. So there's no point in having a mansion because you can only ever be in one room at a time. Correct. That is true. Correct. The more rooms you've got, the more tidying up you've got to do, Bruce. <laughs> yes. Fact. I agree with that. Fact. Fact. You just if you get more space, you just fill well, it. Well, that's with it. Stuff. You do. You just fill it. You with don't stuff. need exactly. But uh, it's exciting, though. Exciting stuff if you're going to do it. Um, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if we are. I mean, it's still it's just just it's just a sort of as you mm-hmm. say, sort of timing wise. So it's just about to get to P seven. So just pre high school. So if you were going to do it, it would kind of be a good a good time. But also, I just yeah. don't want to. I don't want to mortgage myself to the max in the current climate. So that I'm, mm-hmm. you know, all money. That's that's the, also a risk as well. Bank. Yeah, um, yeah, correct. Sometimes it's, uh, uh, but I think there'll always be a push for housing. There'll always be a need for housing, and the housing market has always been going up. So I I, th- I can't see in the near future a, a need for less housing, and hence or less buyers and the price going down. I think um, prices will probably stay stable for a while yet. I think, especially in Scotland, where uh, people are starting to live longer as we get better healthcare and better education around keeping healthy, uh, we're running out of houses. You know, we need to build a lot more houses, and uh, and we need a lot more houses. So, well, um, so yeah, that will always be the case. The and they're building everywhere. Well, that's what I mean. They're having to because we're just we can't build enough because people are. Well, this is the other thing is that people are now their kids are growing up. And they're buying a house, and they've got a house, and then their mum and dad die, and then the other house that they've got, they then rent out, and so it takes a property off the market for rental, um, and uh, and then uh, then they never sell it because it then just becomes an inheritance, you know. I mean, new houses are fine, but as long as you get the infrastructure around them as well. I mean, Roslyn now. I don't know if you've been to Roslyn recently. It's just yeah. houses, and there's still only one doctor surgery, still only one little well, shop, corner shop, post office, whatever. I mean, it's. The school isn't getting any bigger. And, so. and here's the segue, Si. That's why it's important to fill in your census. Oh, nice. Well done. Yeah. Census week, of course. Or census day, it's gone, isn't it? 
Is it gone? Yeah, you missed oh, it. Sugar. <laughs> Should have filled it in. But yeah, I mean, if you when you fill in the census uh, online, that asks about how many kids you've got, how old you are, where you've moved to, blah de blah. And then they, they look at, oh God, yeah, we need another school there soon because there's two four couples that have moved in that are married or uh, uh, a thousand couples moved in that are married to this area. Most likely they're going to have children the next five years, in which case... All the children that are there all going to the same. Hold on, yeah, these numbers don't add up anymore. We're going to have to build another school, and that's the kind of information that they they do get from a census and that they do use to make some decisions. And I thought the advert was quite good um, when it was encouraging you to fill in the census. You know, driving with a high school in the back of a lorry, going, "Do you need a high school? <laughs> no, try Sterling." <laughs> Yeah, that was a good advert. Um, but yeah, uh, they do use it for stuff like that. But yeah, you're right, Si. Uh, they can't build a lot of houses now. Um, they're building a lot out in East Calder, where my brother lives. Um, and uh, they have. there are certain rules now. First of all, every third house has to have an electric car charger. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, every house, to be honest, but that's fine. Not every house, but every... And I think there's a lot of them have to have solar panels now as well. Um, not necessarily all of them. Each council might actually be different on their regulations, but and I think after so many houses are built, the the developer has to build a school um, as well, or at least partly fund the school, which is what they've done in my brother's area. So there's a brand new primary school that his kids are going to because of all the development work that's going on. Good. Good. Well, we shall watch the space, Bruce. Keep us posted. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And that's move to Persia. Come up. There's loads, loads going on up here. There's no COVID in Perth. Really? You're fine. Uh, no, well, yeah. not up here at all. Apart from my neighbour down the road. Apart from that. Uh, and the guy that walks his dog past the uh, house. Uh, and it doesn't matter. And the oil rigs Lots that your neighbour's husband now works And the, uh, the neighbour and the, and the other one. Yeah. And the other guy that comes to do the posty. The posty was off for a while. But anyway, other than them, yes. there's nothing up here at all. Right, good. good. Let's move on to the quiz. I know this is the highlight of everyone's week. Mm, so, yes, now, Bruce has been a bit all. busy. So it's fallen to me to become quiz master oh, this week, yes. and uh, I've got to, I'm going to, I'm going to bring my own rules, you know. I bring my own rules and my own questions. So you're just making the shit up as you go along. This so, is how we're going to do it tonight, boys. I've got ten questions. What we're going to do is I will decide who goes first. If you uh, get your own question right, if you want to take a chance and guess at it, Bruce, you're going to get two points if you get it right. Okay. If okay. you think. You don't know it. You want to pass it to James, and if he gets it wrong, you get three points. Oh! But if he gets it right, he gets four points. <gasps> but if you get it wrong and they get it right, they get one point. So it'll all work out in the wash. Don't worry. Okay. But I'll keep you right. But uh, <laughs> I think I get that. I think I get it. So oh we need to decide who's going first because these questions are random. But I don't want to look at like a, a favourite okay. anybody. So fair enough. Right. So rock paper scissors, Bruce. Rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Ready. You ready? One, two, three. Uh, rock, beat, scissors. So Bruce is first. Right, okay. Yes. So we'll do, we'll do a question about... So, Brucey, this Bruce. is the first question. The topic is, is the arts. So do you want to guess it yourself or do you want to pass it to James? James knows nothing about art. I'm going to pass it to James. Nothing. going to pass it to James, right. Nothing. Tactical, I like it. So, James, what is the name of the main antagonist... In the Shakespeare play Othello. Any ideas? Uh, I have a few. Um, I, I'm, 
I'm going to say the obvious because if it's just in case it might be. Is it Othello? It's not Othello. It's not the answer I've got here, certainly, from the quiz online. You see, if I'd censored something else and it was Othello, I would have felt really stupid. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I can't. I don't, I don't know if That's I know, okay. actually. So Bruce, I might recognise the name. Bruce passed it, and you got it wrong, so Bruce gets three points for that, without even answering. Oh, without even answering. What, what was the four-point one? Can I tell you the answer? I That's if I get it wrong. If you pass uh, no, it, if I get it wrong. they get it right, they get four points. Ah, oh, can yeah. I get a bonus oh, point for not getting it right? That would be. Uh, great. I haven't got a bonus point on my instructions here. Uh, no, I know. See, Iago. Iago <laughs> is the answer. It is Iago. You're well done. Well done. That's right. Stop making it. Stop making this look like size making this up as okay. he goes along. With us. Please, <laughs> so, come on, help him out. James, here. this Three is points. this yeah. is your question, then, James. Technically, okay. It's general knowledge. Uh, yeah. So, do you want to try and answer, it or do you want to pass it over? Yeah, I'll answer. You're it. going to try and answer it, right? In that case, what was the most popular girl's name in the UK in 2019? What a lot of rubbish. General knowledge. This is general knowledge. General knowledge. Mo- that, that means that most people out in the, in the world would get this. Well, it's not a sport question, so I guess it's general knowledge. Yeah, it's general. <sighs> uh, it's got to be in 2019. What has been on the telly? What was the popular films? I could make up three options if that's any easier for you, but no, don't help. It would be easier, but Bruce wouldn't like that. Because yeah. all right, look at it. exactly. Um, Unbelievable. So I'm going to say Daenerys. Right. Well, you—that's wrong. It's not right. Oh. <laughs> it's the wrong answer. Yeah. Would have been good. Uh, so let's see. You got it wrong. Now, Bruce, if you can get it right, you'll get a point here. Okay. I thought I got four if I got it right. Yeah. Oh no, you didn't pass it. Right. Just eight no, point. All no, right. I'm not thinking about it too. I mean, it's normally one. It right. It's normally one of the classic ones, isn't it? It's like a Sophie or an Emily or a or an Ailey or something like that. I'm going to go with Sophie. Right. I like your thinking. You're on the right lines, but the actual answer, according to my source, was Olivia. So uh, that was the Olivia. popular girl's name. Right. Okay. Okay. So we're back to Bruce for your own question, Bruce. It's a sport question. So, are you going to play or are you going to pass? Uh, I'm going to, uh, as it was so successful last time, I'm going to pass it. You're going to pass. Oh, really? <laughs> it, I you? am. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, he knows nothing about sport. He only knows That's about offensive. One sport. That's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about curling, unfortunately. I know other sports. <laughs> right, I think you'll get this, though, James, because I think you'll get this. Right. Which tennis grand slam is played on a clay surface? Yeah! It's uh, the French Open. I was going to say the Roland Garros, but that is also clear. But it's the French Open. It's a slam. That is correct. The French Open. Well done. So for oh, that, yeah. you get four points because you've got. Oh, I give him four for that. Oh, wow. wow. Yes, yeah, you, Brzee. Oh, yes, yeah. all right. That's what you get for passing a turns. sport question to the right. sport master. So James, this is your own question now, and this is another sport question. So. Uh, or pass? Well, I'm not passing that to Bruce A, Sport King, self-certified. Okay, then, so you're going to play it for yourself. <laughs> right, in that case then, how many times has England won the Men's Football World Cup? Oh. There'll be some technical reason that they won it on elephants back in the six. I don't know. Ah... Oh. I'm going to say one. I, I, they only, only ever go on about 66. But I don't know. 
if they ever won it before that. I've got a feeling they m- probably did. So your answer is once, is it? Yeah. All right. Well, luckily that's the same answer I've got here. So yeah, you get two points for that answering your own question. So well done. Right, Brucey. Then, as luck would have it, we're back to the arts for your question. So, oh, do you want to play I'm, or pass? You, you might need the points, Brucey. You might I'm, need the points. I'm just, uh, I'm just the loving Jim struggling. So I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna pass this one again. I'm gonna gamble that he's answered all but one. You're gonna gamble gonna and pass right. it, right? Okay, okay. I am. Right then, James Matthew. <laughs> so, street artist Banksy is originally associated with which British city? Bristol. Correct. So Come on! They got it right. They get four points. I didn't even hesitate. didn't even hesitate. Yes, I knew that. Good. That's that's knowledge, that's Bruce. That's Jesus. knowledge. Right, okay, Changing so. my opinion of you as we go through the <laughs> James, it's your own question here, and it's a food and drink question. Oh, I think I might take that one. If there's something I know about, it's food and drink. <laughs> right, well, here we go then. Well, I do a lot of it. So Is it about pot noodles? I like pot noodles. <laughs> Not quite. What year was the chocolate bar marathon renamed as Snickers? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. oh, no. I remember it happening. I remember the shops and people buying up marathons before they ran out. <sighs> And I must have, I was in high school, so it must have been late 80s, early 90s. It's around that period. I'm going to say 92. Total guess. Total guess, 92. Well, I like your thinking. You're not actually, uh, you're wrong, I have to say. Um, so, uh, oh God, I've lost track of whose question that was. That was... Your own question. James's question. Yes. own question. You got it wrong. Bruce, do you want to guess and try and steal a point? Yeah. I think it was just a you wee You let them do that now. You didn't let them do that. that before. I get four points now, do I? No? What happens? No, no, if I pass and get it right. So I get three points it. anyway. Uh, uh, 89 oh, yeah, was going to be my guess. Sorry. Right, well, you're all skirting around the edges, I'm afraid. It was 1990 was the actual year. Ah, 90. Ah. So nobody got that one. I knew it was late 80s, early 90s. I was kind of, I was there. I was right there, 1990, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. That's late 80s, early 90s. Right, but four questions right to go. So, uh, food and drink is the next one, and that's for, uh, it must be Bruce's own question then, food and drink. Right. I better try and answer the question, I suppose. Then. You're going to try and answer the question. Yeah. Right, okay. the whole quiz. Fair enough. What is the most sold flavour of Walker's crisps? That's a cracking question. Um, Whoa! Again, general knowledge. Well, what oh no, food it's food and drink. Food and drink. Food and drink. Quite hard. I think it's a choice of two. I would would be my guess. Mm-hmm. Is it? I would say three. Mm. Oh, would you? Uh, uh, most, so. What are you thinking? Okay. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm going. It's either it's plain cheese and onion or salt and vinegar would be would be the three that I think are in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, are up there. Yeah. I don't I, think it's I, ketchup. I'm going to go with my personal favourite because I have no real uh, uh, reason to choose another one with cheese and onion. Oh, he's pulled it out of the bag. Cheese and onion. Mm. Well done. Mm. Well done. Yeah. So you've got two points there, Brucey, for answering your own question. The right. only crisp that you, you should be allowed to use on a crisp sandwich. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's true. She's not one of my favourites. Controversy right, in so the wrong James, colour your packet. Own question. Well, exactly. Blue, blue cheese and onions. Blue cheese and onion. Wrong. Anyway. James, this is your Crazy. personal question, James, and it's it, it's coming under general knowledge. So you know, just go with it. So it could be anything. Like, what, what's the height of it some could be tower anything. and the could be. place no one knows of? Yeah. Okay. Are you taking it or are you passing it? Yeah, go for it. I'll take right, it. Then. So tell me, please. Hurry up. Which is longer, a nautical mile? Or a mile, or 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 a land, or a land mile, land mile yeah, yeah. a nautical mile or a land mile. Uh, I would say, is this a trick question? Hmm. Can they be the same? Are they the same? I would say, ah. Uh, they were measured differently. They're imperial measurements. See, this is the problem with imperial measurements. They were never standard. Nautical mile was to do with the number of knots that went through a rope over a certain period of time. Ridiculous way to measure a mile. Okay, I'm going to go with a, a land mile is longer. I think it's a nautical Land mile is longer, and that is, I'm afraid... Incorrect. Mm. Incorrect. A nautical mile is longer as it's 1.15 miles in length. Yeah. So no points there. Bruce, I couldn't offer it to you because it was obviously, you know... Fair enough. I would have had enough. a good chance of getting would that. would have had a good chance of getting that. Right, so Brucey, back to you. And funnily enough, it's back to the arts again for you, Brucey. You're going to play or pass? Right, go on in. I'll take the oh. arts question oh. and almost certainly right. get it wrong. Hold but, on. Probably. Here we go. In what year did the Beatles split up? Oh. Now Man, then. That's a, I had no idea. Now I don't then. Really like the Beatles. <coughs> I couldn't tell you. Now then. Okay, a number came straight into my head when you asked me that question, Sai. And I think I'm just going to okay. go with it. It feels a bit late. Go with it. But I'm just going with my instinct, which is 1972. Right, I'm afraid, Brucey, that is not correct. So what was the clue you were holding up for him there, Sai? Clue? Is that not a clue you were try- you were holding up? I thought you were holding them up. No, it's a just clue. my pen. Sorry. Ah, um, okay. no, no clue. So you didn't get it right, James. Could you steal it for a point? I could steal it if I had an, any Scooby at all. I think they broke up 74, just because it's slightly near what Bruce okay. said. Well, you're both slightly wrong. Bruce is neither, though. It's 1970 they split up, apparently. Oh. Oh, I went the wrong. I went the wrong way. Went the wrong way. My second guess was sixty-nine. So there you go. Ah oh, well, there we go. Nineteen seventy. Right. So you would have been wrong with your second guess. So as well. James, this is uh, your last question. It's a sport question. Are you going to play or are you going to pass? How, well, how many points am I behind well, or ahead? Right. You're now? ahead by five at the moment. So it really is academic. No. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. How is he ahead by five? Yeah. Oh please. Well, you got Bruce, two four pointers. Back. You see, that's what's put in my head. So. Yeah. See, Outrageous. four pointers, Brucey. That's what it's at. Uh, I'm going to take, the, take question, the question, Sai. Right, okay then, James. Here we nice. go. Who won 2019's Sports Personality of the Year? Not a clue. Oh, 2019. Lewis Hamilton. No idea. Okay, Bruce, do you want to steal it for a point? I, I get three, don't I? Because he got it wrong. 
Ah, shut up, I stole one. If you, if uh, you get it wrong... And... I want to count back on this. <laughs> no, you only get three points if they passed it. If they get it wrong and you if get I it right, it. you get a point. Oh, this, honestly, I'm going to... I'll send you the rules after this. this. Ah, it's all right, uh, don't worry. Uh, it's not me who needs them, Si. It's not me who needs the rules. You need to read them yourself. Um, <laughs> 2019... Uh, I, to be honest, I would probably have said Lewis Hamilton myself. That was a pretty good guess. I'm going to say yeah. uh, AJ, Anthony Joshua. Uh, oh, Mother right. guess was Andy Murray. No, no, all wrong. It was actually Ben Stokes, cricketer. Oh, there we go. Cricket. So at the end of that, what is cricket? James, you had ten, and Bruce, you had five, and I'm sure you did have five. Trust me, I've been following these rules quite closely. Oh yeah! So well done. Winner, well, winner, chicken dinner. Oh, there you go, good fun. Right, uh, that's taken us to 50 minutes long. So, James, would you like to do a quick whiskey of the week? I will. It is a, a, a not well-known whiskey, one that's been at the back of the rack uh, in my cupboard for a good 12 years, if not more. Uh it is from a distillery that's not far from Perth, down in Fife, in Weems, in Weems Bay. And this is a, a, a blended whisky called a Lord Elko. Now, this was a whisky I came across at a whisky festival in Perth, at Perth Racecourse. Um, uh, shortly after, I met my wife uh, and I went with uh, my father-in-law. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they had various whiskies there to taste. And oh my goodness! I don't. I, I don't think this. This proves whiskey doesn't go off, right? And it's like I say, been at the. I've had this for twelve years, and it's the bottle is probably three quarters drunk. Um, and uh, like I say, a blended whiskey. This the Weems Distillery um, only blend whiskey and bottle whiskey. They don't actually distill their own. Okay. So they're they're uh, one of the the few places that do that. There are a few around Scotland, but. Not many, and they they blend their own. And the Lord Elko was one of them. Lord Elko was a somebody that was the Earl of Weems way back in. Uh, he was the fifth Earl of Weems way back in seventeen twenty one. He was born, um, knew Bonnie Prince Charlie quite well. Apparently, he was a big supporter. Mm-hmm. If Good. you if you really Good care, history. but um, yeah. But um, blended whiskies aren't generally my favourite, and the fact that this isn't finished probably tells you that this is not one of my favourites. <laughs> Um, but uh, it does actually smell really smooth on the nose. Um, I bought it, so it can't have been that bad, you know. Although I would suggest if you are at a whiskey festival, yeah. don't buy the whiskies later on. Buy them early because but later on you're just drunk and you'll buy anything. <laughs> uh, and this may have been one of them. But anyway, here it goes. And you know, it's not bad. It's reasonably smooth. You can taste the harshness. Blended whiskies, I always think, do have a harshness about them. They never have, they're never a quite as smooth as a, a single malt. It, but this is not bad at all. You do get that burn going down. Um, it's about it's a 40% whiskey. They do do a Lord Elko 15, which means that none of the whiskies that are used in the blending are under 15 years old. And that might be, you know, a, a bit smoother, but... Um, this one is is uh, is not that, but it's not, it's not a terrible whiskey, and uh, it's nice to to try something blended for a change that you wouldn't normally have tried. Um, 
and uh, yeah, Lord Elko, not a bad, not a bad whiskey. Good. Out of the Weems distillery, not a distillery, Weems bottling. Nice, good. Mm. Like you, then it uh, improves with age. Well, you know, I didn't say it improved; uh, it's just old. It's old. <laughs> good. Uh, right. Uh, thanks for that, Brucey. Would you like to uh, try and uh, catch us out with a, a Scottish word of the week? A Scots word of the week. Okay, I've got one. Okay. Now, uh, let's have a look. So, it's an ingy. It's the Scottish word. An ingy. I-N-G-Y. What is an ingy? Please. Okay. Your options are... It is to reject... Or refuse something. I'm gonna ingy that. Okay. Like dingy it. it, it similar dingy similar it vibe. Similar mm-hmm. vibe. Okay. Uh, it's another name for a blacksmith's mail or hammer. Blacksmith's hammer and ingy. Okay. It is like a thingy. Get that thingy that's lying over there. Could be. Uh, it is uh, a reference to lambing. So, uh, yes, mm. right. It's having an ingy. Okay. Or it is a smock or overcoat. You need to go out in your ingy. So, an old Scots word, an ingy. What mm. is it? What wow. is it? What <laughs> is it? I wouldn't uh, choose any of them, to be honest, but one of them must be real. Um, I don't think it's the lambing one. I don't know why. I don't know the old Scots words for lambing. I've never heard it growing up on a la- a farm that did lots of lambing. Never heard that Scots word. I am going to go with... I, I don't know if it's... It sounds similar to pinny, um, okay. which is an overcoat. Uh, and I'm wondering whether an ingy and a pinny are kind of a similar word. Mm. So I'm going to go with the last one and go for uh, uh, an overcoat or a, or a, or a jacket. Okay, okay, an overcoat or a jacket. Yeah. Simon, what are you What are you thinking? I'll, uh, in that case, I'll go for... Yeah, I don't think it's lambing. I, I, I think I'll go for the uh, blacksmith's tool. Mm, that was my other... That would have been my second guess, yeah. Well, boys... I, I I nearly said at the start I was James would have had an advantage growing up on a yeah. uh, on a farm, yeah. but apparently it is the lambing to lamb, also known as the ini, as well. So, so go. if you're lambing, you're ingying. My brother's down lambing this week, go. this weekend, uh, down in uh, the borders so for four weeks. I've got a quote from the John O'Groats Journal from you: A year or two it was generally kept, and when a ewe had lambs. He was said to Ingi. There you go. There we go. When a ewe had lambs, she was said to Ingi. Yeah, or Ingi. Either. There you go. Ingi. Very good. Don't, uh, any, uh, yep, there you go. Education. Keith Dictionary. That came from. Keith Ness. Might be a slightly, you know, away from, uh, away from home. We can try and, uh, you know, confirm that with uh, a lammer and uh, see if he's heard of it. A really old Scots lammer. Good. 
Great. Okay. Well, that's probably an appropriate point. Unless you want to do a quick birthday of the week, I've got one. If you want it. One. Oh, as yeah. long as it's not some random so footballer again. So. <laughs> is it Adam Strachan? <laughs> Please, is Adam? Yeah, see, you remember oh, them now, though. You know them. You'll know these three. There's three very famous people here. Um, Elton John. How old Ooh. is he going to be on? Or how old? Uh, March the twenty fifth. So it's tomorrow, in fact. Seventy two. Seventy two. Seventy, at least seven, I would say. Well, you're both slightly wrong. He's 75. Uh, he's going to be right in the middle, yeah, Brucey. Right, right in the middle. Here's one that surprised That's, me. Uh, Sorry, five go. points on size random quiz. That, you know, uh, I think I get three for getting it yeah, wrong. Yeah, well, just for but... saying a word or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will yeah. re-listen <laughs> to this podcast and I will prove to you that my scoring was right. Um, Kira Knightley. Her birthday's on March the 26th. Oh. How old will she be? I watched her on a film last night. She looked quite young, but she always looks young. Kira Knightley. Oh, she's she is young though. I was gonna say I'm gonna say young young's 30, 31 these days. Thirty one. That's uh, younger than me. Okay. Bruce. I think she is more like thirty eight. Oh. oh you're so close. She's gonna be thirty seven. Oh. I was surprised. I thought she was older than that, to be fair. But she seems to have been around. I for thought ages. she was younger, obviously. Um, James, I think. Yeah, but actresses can start at like sixteen these days, so and they could have been around twenty years or twenty years. Oh, I know, I know. I just to be thirty-six. She must have been, yeah. Just that surprised me how long she's been going. Um, you think she'd be better by now? So, uh, <laughs> the last one then Ooh, is... Sauce, yeah. Oh, saucer of milk What's people Kira Knightley? Am I going to offend you, Simon? Oh, I know. She doesn't oh, listen. Geez, she doesn't <laughs> listen. She'll never know. <laughs> she never replies to my letters <laughs> or my emails. <laughs> you know how hard it is to work out where she's staying? Well, anyway. <laughs> last one for this week. Uh, Matthew Broderick, one of James's favourites, or was. Mm. Um... Ferris Bueller's Day Off, yes. one of my favourites. March 21st was his birthday. How old is he now? Bueller. Uh, he's got to be, I think Matthew Broderick's got to be in his 50s now. 54. Oh, is I mean, he, he must have advances? been. He must have been in his 20s when he did Ferris Bueller in the 80s. So I'm going to say 60, 62. In, in the 80s, like but she's only 10 years older. Which is only 10 years older than us. True that. It's true. true. Really? Well, well maybe. Yeah. He is actually yeah. 60. Oh! Is he as old as that? There you go. Anyway, that was good. Glad we squeezed that in. Uh, right. Well, boys, that's coming up for the hour. So probably time to uh, knock it on the head. It's been a pleasure uh, speaking to you and seeing you again this week. One thing no problem. Oh, notes. lastly. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, oh you oh, go, Bruce. You go, okay. Bruce. You go. Just before we go, very quick. Nights, nights are starting to dry out. By the way, we forgot to do this last week. Nights are fair, well, drawn out, true. but still dark at time of recording. Thank you. That's me. <laughs> I can confirm. Still dark at time of recording. Yes, but it is nice to see the the lights, uh, the nights getting lighter. That is for sure. Uh, and uh, I was just going to say one last thing. See, uh, does your sister listen to this, uh, Susie? Uh, I think sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. See over my left shoulder, there's a Christmas present. Yeah. Just there. Yeah, that's hers. <laughs> so if she's watching this on YouTube, Susie, that's your present there. 
we'll get it to you at some brilliant, point brilliant. that's brilliant good right okay uh, right guys thank you very much we shall uh, do this all again in a couple of weeks um, until then take care and uh, we'll have to think of some sort of outro song that doesn't get us sued <laughs> see you later bye everyone bye bye every loser wins once the dream begins in time you'll see fate holds the key and every loser